Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I apologize, indeed. I, well, I give my, I give Alice, I blame Alice, too, because she said that she'd be done at 15 minutes. and at, at 6.30. I said, no. I said, we can st- probably get the stream started in about 15 minutes at 6.30. I said that to you. I have you. a question for you. If we had, and then I told you the stream is starting at 6.45 when I didn't see you. And answer then you did not appear up honestly. here until 10 minutes answer later. Answer the question yes. and answer honestly. Mm-hmm. If we decided one day that we were just done being married, married, but we, even then it was nothing, no animus, no nothing, etc., Okay. And like we decided, you know, it's a good time for us to move on. We can still love the kids and all sorts of stuff. This is a, a hypothetical. This is not okay. based on anything. Would you still want to do this podcast? <clears throat> I mean, I think so. I really enjoy doing the podcast with you. I agree. I think. I think. I mean, it's hard for me to imagine why, though, if we were in a place of so little animus that. We would still be doing the podcast together. Why we would be getting a divorce? But well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, some things I don't. I've never had a, a, a breakup that wasn't in the shuttle explosion. So I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't think people get divorced unless they are really like things are really bad, right? Right. I so, and if things were really bad, then I probably wouldn't want to do the podcast with you. But if well, you if wanted the, to do the podcast with me when things were really bad. If the hypothetical is. You know, if we just decided to not be married, but things were still fine between us, then I guess, yeah, I'd want to do the podcast. I don't know. Isn't it interesting? Isn't life interesting like that? Because we have, I'll give me most of the credit, obviously, because I started before you. Okay. That we have our marriage, our family, Mm -hmm. our marriage and our family. Our partnership in this podcast and in our podcast family. Yes. It's very complicated. Mm-hmm. And then we also like to do the podcast. Yes. Very complicated. A lot of moving parts. A lot of moving parts, Alice. So true. Um, so there is, 
I hate to do it. It seems like it's such a layup. Oh, you know what? Well, let's start then with the Portnoy stuff. You said there's developments on the Portnoy Washington Post. Emily, by the way, have I decided whether or not I love her or not? I haven't even seen any pictures. I haven't seen pictures of her. Emily Heil, Washington Post. I get the feeling not. Her avatar is like a it's a logo. <laughs> yeah. Um. So she's locked her Twitter account. I haven't seen more developments than that. But yeah, I... Noticed I went to go search for her Twitter account today and it is locked. So, okay. Um, there's a picture of her on her yeah. profile on the post. Not your thing? No. No. Somehow just missed the bar on that. Um, but it is, it is the height of, of cowardice. <laughs> Locking your Twitter? Really? Why? Because mean things showed up. On the very optional, not really real timeline. Right. Because you suddenly, it's so interesting. So willing was she to let pressure and exposure and, um, and, um, like bullying. She was so willing to drop it on other people, including oh, yeah. sponsors, et cetera. The, the articles still might come out and might torch things, etc. So willing. And Dave Portnoy, you know, she's so willing. You know, he can take it. He has to be able to take it. So willing to use the sniper rifle on everybody else. And God forbid she get a little bit of blow by. And that's all it is. It just goes to show. These people that suck. That newspaper blows. I'm sorry. It does. Mm -hmm. You can overpay no, people and have it artificially inflated by Jeff Bezos all you want. But she's a pussy. Well, and and they're all the same. Like they all feel that How'd they you have get my the number? right. Yeah, they all feel they have the right to show up at all your relatives' house. Look what Taylor Lorenz did to libs of TikTok. They first doxed a wrong person when they went after libs of TikTok. Then they were showing up at her relatives' houses to ask questions about her unannounced, like showing up on their security cameras. You have Taylor Lorenz knocking on the and door libs of TikTok your house. is a lady. Mm hmm. Who just goes and finds other people's TikToks. And reposts them on Twitter so a different group of people see them. Right. That's it. Right. That's all she does. Is she shows people what people on the left actually think. And that's what you get for that. But yeah, but Taylor Lorenz feels that anything on her is a complete attack. And yet she's allowed to go and in one of the premier newspapers of the country, supposedly, you know sick all her liberal buddies on people right mm -hmm. like complete double standard because they're the elites and they're special and they're good and you're the bad guys that's it at the end of the day is we're good and you're evil and so anything we do to you is good and anything yes. you do to us is bad and in that is there's an infantile and really almost jihadist leftist who feels this way always entitled they've only known attack and victim Right. Never circumspect, ne never introspect. Just those other two things, ever. Mm -hmm. Now, there are some people on the left who I have found, who I have found, you can see where the um, uh, demarcation point is. Mm -hmm. And never more than this video of... A transgender person, who knows what this person is. This is a dude pretending to be a girl. Transgender person. Explaining to Trevor Noah 
um, about transgender issues, etc. Once again, mm-hmm. this is the dude explaining to him. And Trevor Noah, who's a guy who's not a small brain, he's a bright guy. I think he wants to be a good progressive. I think he sees the fight there and wants to be part of against the mean uh, racist, etc. He wants to be part of He's a good progressive. Wants to be. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this video? I don't think so, no. This is, it doesn't, you don't have to see, you just have to hear it. This is remarkable. The steps that you have to do, that Trevor Noah has to do. Now, you and I would have stopped this person 700 times as he very matter-of-factly tells us the science of what is what. Right. Trevor Noah doesn't want to. You can hear Trevor Noah's intellectual integrity saying, eh, eh, we got a problem here, Trevor. And he doesn't want to have to challenge. But... He's stirred up because he's been in bed with these people. The audience is on the dude's side. And, you know, Trevor hangs in circles where everybody's on. Everybody has decided mm-hmm. to play make pretend about these right. things. I just want to play a little bit of this. This is this dude uh, who's a transgender. He's a guy who's pretending to be a girl with right. Trevor Noah. This issue, people like to say that it's a complicated issue, and I don't actually think it is. I think it's very simple. It all boils down to... Do you actually think that trans women and intersex women are real women and are really female Mm -hmm. or not? And if you do, it's very simple. Just stop policing who counts as a real woman because this has had history of racism built into it over the years. It's not an accident that... But sets the bar immediately. Do you believe that trans women are actual women? No. Right, in... (laughs) Nobody would. Nobody actually does. But the but here we goes. If yes, in in other words, you want to be an ally. Trevor wants to be an ally, right? Mm-hmm. Do I, you I actually wanna... believe the emperor is wearing clothes right. or not? Right. And if you do, you can know the questioning ends there. Right. If you do, it ends there, and it's time for you to listen and be an ally and come on the journey. The intersex athletes who get singled out are women of color from the global south. <laughs> the intersex athletes who get is like Leah Thomas. Is that one of those? It, she means, or he means, rather uh, more like Caster Semenya, who's a, a runner, who's a black runner from Africa, who's, a, I mean, a, has an intersex a disorder of sexual development where he's really a guy, but he was born with genitals that looked more feminine but internally is a guy and so went through male puberty and everything and has testosterone levels and okay. body parts now of a guy is now. that the rule or the exception the- that is the exception exactly because who gets singled out for scrutiny is based on white women's conceptions of femininity and that's being weaponized it's against conceptions trans of femininity conceptions of femininity right that's what that is. It's just your ideas about it. Now, the thing is, is that there are women who are big, women who are fat, women who are just strong, women who are really tall. Mm-hmm. Your conception of femininity is not at play there. Women just acknowledge those as other women with right. characteristics. Right. A conception Black of- women, right. white women, gay women, straight women. Exactly. You know, you can feel how you want about any of that, but- they're all women, actually. Exactly. And even intersex people, by the way, which is people who have d- disorders of sexual development, what used to be called, where 
you have the one in a gajillion case where, you know, something doesn't develop correctly in the womb and you end up with somebody who's, you know, got there's, you know, issues there of development, right? They're all also male or female because maleness right. or femaleness. And, and this is something that um, this writer, Zach Elliott, writes about. And I guess he's like a biologist or something a lot on Twitter. Um, we should get him on, actually. He's... Um, he has a book out but um, okay we got really, a, i got a lot of guests really, working to do I should, he's really good on this stuff but but he makes the point that all intersex people are also either male or female because maleness and femaleness is not have anything to do with what you see on the outside right. or what it has to do with whether your body is designed to produce big gametes which is eggs or little gametes which are sperm and that's the whole through the animal kingdom through the plant kingdom through everything that's the definition of maleness and femaleness yes. and like and is has to do with gamete size and no creature on the face of the planet produces more than two types of gametes there's only that, two types of gametes big ones and small ones that's now, it those do, are all there do you is. believe that trevor noah believes what he's hearing right now no Nobody actually right. believes this. It's like the woman who said to the activist in the audience at the Leah Thomas meet, I'm not a biologist, but I know what a cat is, right? Like, right. everybody knows that there's a difference between a cat and a dog, and you can muddy the waters and pretend that people don't know how to define it because you can play stupid games with definitions by saying it's a four-legged creature with a tail and it barks, but this cat makes a noise that sounds like a bark. How dog-like does it have to be before it counts as a... You right. can play dumb games, but everybody knows what a cat is and what a dog is at the end of the day. Right. And so far, and that's why this is an important study of, of Trevor Noah himself. Right. Because the problem is, if you nod along to all these premises, premises, premise, premise? Premises, if you want premises to be pedantic, if you want that, to be like... That you really don't believe in, then you're building a foundation for her, his, the, the man's argument there, right. the, trans, the trans dude's argument. You're building, you're seeding away so much ground that... It's too much to recover at some point. Right. But he's letting that happen. So it's a fear of protecting the fragile, weak, cis, white woman from the rest of us. Is that what it is? No. It's about the sports being fair. Because right. guys have an advantage over women in sports. Right. So, so she gets an applause. There are many elements to what you said which I appreciate. So let, let's try to break them down. One thing that confuses me personally is... Does one thing confuse him? No. No. He's not confused. This, by the way, is not any random trans person arguing Who, this. Who is this. This is Veronica Ivy, uh, formerly known as Rachel McKinnon, and formerly known as something else, I presume, before that, though the Wikipedia article doesn't say, who's a Canadian competitive cyclist who um, has been the world cycling champion by placing first at the women's masters track world championship oh no wonder i trevor noah scared to death so um and let me tell you by the way the, so yeah the he's a dude that enjoys beating women at competitive yes. sports so he wants to make a case that that's fair by the way he's also somebody who is twice the size of trevor noah i wish that you, you could see this mm -hmm. um and let's continue let's try break them down one thing that confuses me personally is it, it, it seems like we have discussions about who should participate in which category and how. It seems like we have discussions about 
who should participate in which does it seem like we do trevor or is the obvious truth get the f out of the girls room i mean and everybody's made this point to them and this is ultimately i presume their goal although they can't say it up front because it would upset too many people if they said this from the beginning but there's no reason if you're allowing the men who think they're women to compete against the women there's no reason to have a women's sports category because every single point they make about quote trans women can also just be made about regular men and they're going to get to this give it a second you know on the face of it it seems simple as you say you know it's funny the way he's pointing towards that it seems as simple as you say he's doing like he's dropped being a comedian here he's now uh, somebody who's diffusing a bomb right and he's trying to get through this. He's sweating. Somebody he has had to pat him pounded. off. Right, right. Now, he had no problem it, very bravely about five years ago pointing out that Liz Warren lied about being an Indian. Yeah. She stands by that she is. He said she really lied about being an Indian. Mm-hmm. Now, how come he's okay saying she lied about it being an Indian, but he's not okay saying this dude is full of it when he knows it? Um two reasons this dude could beat him up and yes. two because this issue is untouchable if you're on the left so you just got to make they pretend just, they and... just you just have to pretend or you're not allowed in liberal politics and i think it also also you know what if you're in for a penny oh, let me put it this way if you're in for a rainbow penny you're in for a rainbow pound mm-hmm somebody identifies as a woman if they're transgender they can compete against women who were born biologically and and then if not then not but then there are many who would argue who are many. not transphobes there are many who, who, who born biologically not women, me say, you understand some people yes, say many lessers would might argue fools might argue not argue, me but <laughs> transphobes there are many who, who born biologically women who will say but you have an unnatural advantage over me and that makes the sport unfair. How do, you, how do you respond to that? Yeah, there's lots of ways you can respond to that. So the first is... How about the real way? How about the truth? Yes. How, how about, about not an argument that you can use to respond to it, you know, to do some rhetorical trick on people? Exactly. How about what's actually true? Do Does a big dude like you have an advantage over a bunch of women in a cycling competition or not? Because you decided to take up cycling in your 30s and beat a bunch of women who've been killing themselves to be good at this sport for their whole lives. The the very language of you were born and I'm not biological somehow, like I don't think I'm a cyborg. So like this idea that like, oh, you're not a biological woman. Well, I am a woman. That's a fact. I- oh, uh, is it? I mean, if you start from the premise that you're a woman, then right. then it is a fact. Well, so- isn't Trevor seated that already. <laughs> I am a woman. That's a fact. You're not a woman. That's no. a fact. That's the only fact that we need to know here. I mean, but that's and why. But you're saying I'm not biological? So breaking down biological women into uh, am I not biological? Am I a, cy- a cyborg? I'm biological. Oh, you're right. You're not I'm a cyborg. A this is like the she's a witch when Monty Python. Does she weigh as much as a duck when she's made of wood? If she's made of wood, she's a witch. It's like it's like it's it's it's, it's all based on false a bunch of false premises. The circular- but that's why too the left's way of thinking in bumper stickers is so damaging to any kind of critical thinking or discussion because you've made everybody agree that trans women are women 
Right. And so now that's your starting point. So now, like, when you go to sports, you can just point at them and say, well, look, you said you have the sign outside your house that says, I believe science and nobody's illegal and trans women are women. So, you know, like, you believe trans women are women, then they're allowed in the sport. End of discussion. And I'm biological. So there yeah. you go. I am female. So all my identity records, my... Listen to this. This is beautiful. Racing license, my medical records all say female. Mm -hmm. Because we were able to use laws and bully people to change records, mm -hmm. to falsify them, to say I'm female, that just undergirds my contention that I'm female. See? Look at all my ID. It all says I'm female. My birth certificate's been redone saying I'm female. I've got it all here. I've got more documentation of me being female than you have of you being male, as a matter of fact. And I'm biological. <laughs> it's remarkable. It's right here. Here's my ID. See? It says female. It wouldn't say female unless... Uh, it's so... It's like, well, you were picketing in front of the legislature to make sure that you could change this stuff and falsify it. Yeah, and they told us that it didn't matter and it wouldn't affect anything. And why did we care what somebody's ID said anyway? Because weren't we mean and it's such a small percent of people and it makes them feel bad when they have to hold out their ID and it has an M on it. So why do you care? If it makes them feel good to have an F on the ID, then just let it go. It's not a big deal. What are you, some kind of big meanie? Right. And, and then, like, then they turn around and go, see, proves I'm female. There you go. Yes. Well, I mean, you changed your last name to Shattuck, right? Yes. Well, you had a right to do that? Mm-hmm. Well, trans rights are human rights. So there they can change all the stuff, mm -hmm. too. Even the stuff that you would think that authorities might need to not be changed. <laughs> Even the stuff that... If you are changing a birth certificate, then you are nullifying the usefulness of any birth certificate. Right. And by the way, your birth certificate still says what your birth name was. You don't get to retroactively, unless you're trans, apparently, change your birth certificate. But your gender. You can change the gender. Right. Right. And I'm pretty sure I made a biological stuff. So I'm a biological female mm -hmm. as well. This person should be in holding room 4D. With padded walls. <laughs> I know. Drinking, having a little Dixie cup pleated, delivered to him, making sure that he eats the pills and doesn't hide them under, under his tongue. That takes orderlies, maybe a mm -hmm. little light. And this person should have walking time and sharing time, and they should be gathered around watching some kind of TV show from the 70s for a few hours a day. This person is psycho. Yeah, we used to know that as a society. And right. most people still do, but they've just been bullied into pretending that they don't Now, remember. if this person said, by the way, it's my thing, my kink. I want to be like a chick and wear all the stuff. And this is me being me. This makes me feel comfortable. I want this. And I wish you'd treat me like a female. Certainly, that means something's unusual there. But... But no one would really uh, go out of their way to care yes, about this, it. What makes this person a psycho is that he's making you opt into the fantasy. Right. And society as a whole, on legal documents, in sporting competitions, in, you know, in what prison he gets to be in when he commits a crime, yes. everything else. Like, the the idea that we all have to play pretend to that level with this is so insane that that that's what makes it crazy like you said it's not i mean well it's crazy anyway but it's you know a lot of people are crazy in a lot of different ways and think a lot of crazy stuff and as long as it's not impacting other people but if you're going around demanding that everybody acknowledge that you are in fact 
biologically female, then then you're like locked up in the padded room crazy. Yes. So this question of do trans women have an advantage over cis women? We don't know. Uh, Can't tell. No way of knowing. Well, how come you keep beating everybody? How I just Leah coincidentally Thomas... happen to be the best woman cyclist in the world. Out of right. nowhere. We don't know if they do. Well, <laughs> if uh, you call a the cops over and the couple is drunk and each person blames the other person for slapping them, who gets taken away? Right. The guy gets taken away. Of course. Of course. Because this is nothing new. And once again, why do we have separate categories in sports? Because if we didn't have, for example, a women's category in the marathon, which we didn't used to have, they didn't used to be allowed to run it at all. Um, But if we didn't have a women's category, the men would win all the awards and prizes. That's how you can tell that men have an advantage over women in sports. Right. If, and it's true in gymnastics, it's true in swimming, it's true in running, it's true in cycling, it's true in weightlifting, it's true... I mean, like, there's there are some sports where it makes a bigger difference than others just due to the nature of the sport, but clearly it's an across-the-board phenomenon. Correct. Um, in fact, there's basically no published research on this question. However... Uh... People didn't need to used to need published research on this question. And this, like... Retreat- By the way, I think virtually goes a long way. I think there's probably plenty of published research on well, this sure. question. Well, sure. There's plenty of published research. You know, the women's... Grip strength, the, the women's bone group- density, muscle mass. Right. I mean, like, uh, you can go on. There's plenty of published research on the physical differences Every between men and women. race that's two sexes shows all the research that you need. Right. The women haven't decided not to win the Boston Marathon outright... They haven't won it outright because there's 7,000 men who come before the first woman. Right. So, and that's why I say, like, ultimately that has to be the goal. That's what the left really wants is to just completely erase the distinction between men and some women's sports altogether. Because all these arguments that you can make that this dude's about to make for why he should be allowed to compete against women, you can also just make for men that aren't pretending to be women. Right. So now if we decide that there's no gendered category in the Boston Marathon. Women will never win any Boston. Right. And how will dudes like this feel about that? Um, well, they won't get prizes either. No, right. And how would how would this dude feel about it? Um, I guess he'd probably like it. No, he wouldn't. Because he wouldn't win anything anymore. Well, that's the true, whole idea but- is to beat all the women. You get to be the best. That's true, but I have heard trans activists arguing for just erasing the distinction altogether, too. I legitimately saw a trans person argue and do an entire thread on the fact that the reason why there's women's sports is not actually because women have a disadvantage, but actually because... um, if you let it. women in, then they would win all the things. And that's why they've tried to keep women right. out of men's sports so hard. So and for that. that <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, and that's that used to be the thing with 
like conservatives used to be against Title IX because it wasn't fair that like women's sports got just as much funding and everything. And like, I mean, that's it's weird to watch the left now argue. Isn't that it funny? Joe Biden was a big pusher of Title IX to protect mm-hmm. women in colleges from being sexually assaulted, which happens to one out of three college students, college women now. Mm-hmm. So now, in the name of Title IX, we're now allowing men in sororities to watch the girls naked. Right. And everything about trans ideology translates that way onto feminist ideology. Mm-hmm. Right? So everything that the left believed about Title IX protecting women, about creating a space for women to compete, creating space for women to achieve in colleges, all this stuff that the left pushed for because it allowed more women to be in colleges... Right. For years and years and years, they're now erasing in the name of trans rights in order to make sure. I mean, like any. Any cis white dude who's worried enough that he has a disadvantage in getting into college now is going to go declare himself trans. Well, right. And obviously join sororities and all that stuff get on a sports team, everything. And you know who... Can't get a baseball scholarship? Get a softball scholarship. Well, and by the way, and also, men have a more in-it-to-win-it uh, mentality than women. Oh, yeah. Men aren't polite when they compete. So they're actual women. It'll be men... Men pretending to be women, and then women. Right. That's how it goes. Uh, by the way, this thing just jumped out at me. This is from last year, but I can't believe we missed it. I don't okay. remember seeing it last year, but it, it is so compelling to me. Uh, there's good reason to think that there isn't, but I think An it's advantage. irrelevant. Because- there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. As we allow all kinds of competitive advantages within women's sport. So one example I love to talk about is the 2016 Rio Olympic Women's High Jump Final. First place was over six foot three, tenth place was five foot five. So a ten and a half inch height difference between first and tenth at the Olympics okay. in high jump. Right. And we call that fair. How were the the seven foot person and the four foot person compared to any of the men? Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. Right. But they muddy the waters with these stupid anecdotal examples of like other advantages. But yeah, once again, how could you not make that arg- that same argument for just men and women? Right. No. And it's almost as if they put together, they all get together and they said, okay, this is absurd, obviously, but let's put together the best case we can that tricks the most dumb people. It doesn't have to be great. It has to, it has mm-hmm. to, it has to convince 
people of the intelligence level of the women on the view. Right. That now, if there's problematic people like Trevor Noah, then we wear the uh, rainbow glasses like this dude is wearing, just mm-hmm. to let him put him on notice. Mm-hmm. That let's cool it with the cross examination. Yeah, get careful with your questions, or you'll lose your ally badge. Exactly. Okay. So the range of body types within the female category is way, way bigger than anything that could be attributed to trans women. Uh-huh. That is horse right there. Of course there. it is. What a bunch of uncorroborated crap. It's well, yeah. way, way bigger, huh? How many of those women that are on the men's team just to show the guys? Right. I mean, do you really think the NBA wouldn't draft women if there were that much overlap that there were women who would be an asset to their teams? No. Of course, NBA teams would draft women. Like, obviously they would. You don't think the NFL would draft women if they were better than enough of the men? Hell yeah. Of course they would. Yes. But we have examples. We have, there's one woman who plays like double A AA or triple A baseball in the entire major league baseball. And she's a pitcher and she's really, really good. Like once in a generation female baseball talent and like can't pitch a fastball over like 80. Right. I mean, like, so I, th- there's just no reason. It's such an absurd and argument. It is. That. And like people love to talk and about And I'm not trying to famous... take away from her because no. she's obviously an incredible freaking athlete. And we had to like put together a fake situation. Like when Billie Jean King went against that guy in the 70s to prove and when I was growing up this was like a mm-hmm. thing. Wow. Yeah. Because he said that he was going to beat her. Had Billie Jean King played an actual real pro tennis person who was male, they would have destroyed her. Right. The whole thing's obviously set up. And like Serena Williams has said that too. Mm-hmm. She's like, obviously, it's a completely different game. I could not play and compete in men's tennis. Right. And once again, she's a once in a generation female athletic talent. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to say she's not enormously talented because clearly she is, but she's enormously talented in the women's category. Yes. And as far as this contention that. There's all sorts of disparities inside of this pole vaulters. There's some little ones and big ones. If you look at an American professional NFL football team, there are small wide receivers, small-ish. There are small mm-hmm. people who punt return or Wes Welkers, those Edelman mm-hmm. kind of people, see, uh, slot receivers, yeah. et cetera. Then there are big O-line monsters and some other you know, mutants, et cetera. And one of my there are all sorts jobs. of things like that. But you know what none of them are? Women. Correct. Yeah, I was going to say at one of my previous jobs um, – I had the opportunity at an event to, um, what's that? Um, Tyler Sagan? No, I was going to say uh, Danny Woodhead. Yes, That's yes, who yes, it was. Patriot, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I like might even be taller than him. I was shocked. Yeah, you are. He's a tiny running back. He was a tiny running back. Very good, yeah. but tiny. Um, let me see his height. So he's 5'8". So I'm not taller than him, but in heels I am, which is probably, it was probably the case. Right. But yeah, I mean, so I was in an event and I met Danny Woodhead and I was shocked how tiny he was compared mm-hmm. to me. But obviously that doesn't mean that if I like bulked up a little bit, I could be an NFL wide receiver. Like No, Danny <laughs> Woodhead alone would destroy every female football team there is. Of course. it does. It does it's such an absurd argument and it's, it's such a good example of like people using intellect and argument from science and all these 
you know, rationalization techniques to try and override stuff that people just know is true, Mm -hmm. you know, and it just goes to show you that sometimes like the people who are good at winning debates, it doesn't necessarily prove that their side of the case is is accurate at the end of the day. Well, listen to this person. This, Mm -hmm. this dude carries himself. Well, this dude smiles listens when Trevor talks yep. and has the whole universe of bull bleep voc- vocabulary there at his disposal to try to educate Trevor. Mm-hmm. So if there's an advantage, and I'm not saying that there is for no. trans women in women's sport, it's not an unfair advantage. No. But also, we've been competing... But you just said nothing was proven, the- dude. You just said <laughs> a minute ago there was no proven thing about it highest level for decades. We've been allowed to compete for decades. And no one has won an elite world championship. No one has won an Olympic gold medal. This Tokyo Olympics was the first time trans women even qualified for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. So this idea that trans women are suddenly going to take over women's sport is an irrational fear of trans women, which is the dictionary definition of transphobia. So, No, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's not. It's not irrational at all. No. Transphobia is people being afraid of you or hating you because you've decided to make pretend. If you're taking women's spaces, that makes you an a-hole and a um a, a misogynist. Right. This dude is a misogynist. Right. Uh, it's interesting that you say that. You know, Another round of applause <laughs> by the dumbs. It's interesting that you say wow, that. Wow, great point. I think if, if I were to push back or, you know, even not even playing devil's advocate. Such uh, a pussy. There, there are a few I know, what a wimp. Up. Oh, some people say, if I were going to argue against it, which I wouldn't, I never would do that. I would nev- never play devil's advocate to even argue this case because it's so wrong. But, like, you know, if I were going to, then maybe one thing I might possibly say, or some right. other people might say, if they were um, going to push back, because I wouldn't push back right. because I'm a good person, remember argued number one you could argue that although the trans woman who competed in the olympics didn't dominate she did beat a field of women who might have qualified for that position right um secondly when you talk about the height differences i I agree with this completely but there there are many who would argue that we exist in a state where a lot of the surgeries are new a lot of the technology just the technology is new transgenderism is not new we know it throughout time we've seen it oh, of course uh-huh. yes yeah. absolutely but there's always there been trans say, people sure uh-huh. sure that we are creating some sort of standard and the reason the reason we talk to this is you know we talk about this is it's the reason they have to regulate uh, regulate uh, performance enhancing drugs for instance what is fair what can you drink what can you not drink what can you consume what can you not consume um, some would say he's actually trying to get this conversation lost in the woods because he Mm -hmm. wants out of it some would say again he says some would say yeah not me if you are born that way that's how sport has determined say i want to go back to some what can you not drink what can you consume what can you not consume um some would say if you are born that way that's how sport has determined who goes where and then some would say no who regardless of who you are you should be able to compete what is that not the slogan of the pussy some would say, mm-hmm. it's, obviously, it's not me, but really, but really, really, he's. There are some dumb people out there who might say something like this. How would you respond like, to them? Right. Some might say, like me and all of my drinking buddies, every night when we're laughing at this crap. So some would say. My question then comes in from a really, honestly, a different place. I look at somebody like 
Oscar Pistorius from South Africa, right? He was the double amputee. Yep. And Oscar Pistorius actually went, well, I want to compete in the able-bodied race, mm -hmm. right? And people were like, well, do you have an advantage? Do you not, et cetera, et cetera, because of the prosthetics. But then could there not be an argument if there is no advantage in that that then trans women should be able to compete but in the men's races then? Because they'd still be able to compete in the sport. But they're women and they're female. So, like I said, this boils down to... You, you sorry, have Trevor. our bumper sticker, right? It says trans yes. women are women. Sorry, so. Trevor. You can do Pistorius night and day. You already gave it away that they're women. So she's right. saying, remember, you already we'd already talked about that four minutes ago. They're women and they're female. Are trans women really women? Are they really female? Because if you think yes, then we belong competing with other women. So and there you go. I'm sure there was an applause yeah. as well. It's not great. No. It's not great, but like, what do you do when you have a culture and society that, and there's a, you know, I, I could see how if you're on the left, you would say, you try to do it with Christianity, try to get people to believe that Noah's Ark and this and that. Yeah, but we don't let public school, school teachers, like, start baptizing Jewish kids behind their parents' backs. Well, right, or decide <laughs> that we're going to start circumcising some kids or not, you know, as uh, out of a religious you know uh strategy right. or you know no meat on friday or whatever it is you know stuff has to be kosher you know like this is demanding demanding that you subscribe to every tenant of this ever-changing very new thing right and that you subscribe and that your kids subscribe and that you encourage your kids to be in on it i mean it's it's all-encompassing. It's every aspect of your life. You have to believe it in your heart. You have to let them compete against your daughter. You have to let your kid transition. You have to celebrate it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes for just a week, mostly for months. Right. You have to adopt every new piece of slogan that comes around. And you have to use every pronoun. To you LGBTQI+. People like to say that it's a complicated issue, and I don't actually think it is. I think it's very simple. Okay, all sorry. And yeah, of course. Yeah. If you are willing to bend the knee to this and agree to all this, why wouldn't you then be willing to agree to the minor attracted persons or whoever? Um, in a totally different note, Karine Jean-Pierre is asked about the immigrants today and the total crisis at the border by Peter Ducey. Thanks, Karine. So what do you call it? here at the White House when 10,000 people illegally cross the border in a single day. So what do you call it, Peter, when GOP puts forth a, a, a wait, no, as no, 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 you can't. Green? I'm answering, okay, we're gonna move Is he the press secretary for the GOP all of a sudden? Green, please. In the back, no, no, you said he was stopping the flow of the border. No, no, I tried to answer, Peter, I tried to answer the question, you stopped me. Let's go. Nice look, that's great. Right, and of course, you know, this is escalating in the blue states now. Hochul has said yeah, that New here. York is full. It is <laughs> no longer sanctuary city. It is a get the F out of here Guess city. Guess what, guys? New York isn't full. You can go to New York. Yes. And, if you can uh, get into the U.S., you can go to New York. So And the Cape and Islands in Massachusetts. Yes. They're not full at all. Not full. We're full up here. Um. Yeah, and the... So... Yeah, but I, her, like, asking him the question back boggles mm -hmm. my mind because it's not like he's press secretary for somebody. 
No. This is a press briefing. He asks questions to the administration and you answer them. Yeah, right? I get the feeling. You're not a reporter who's going to write an article on what the GOP is doing and he's not the press secretary for Mitch McConnell. So I get the feeling that the communication shop is like sitting with the chief of staff saying, okay, so what do we say when they're asking why there are trains full of people coming and pouring in? And the people in the in the chief of staff is saying, "You effing handle it, figure it out." So, in other words, all they have left is to yell at the, the, the press. Um, yeah. The uh, by the way, Rumble told um, the UK government to f off. Good I for saw Rumble. That. that is a wise move. They have defined themselves now. I love that. Um, I also love that BU is now looking into. They're, they've opened an inquiry into um, even Candy, Candy's anti-racism yes. center. Um, this was after another uh, black guy who used to work at the anti-racism center, Philippe Copeland. Um, he had been sharing the articles about how poorly it was run. And um, he said it was um, that the mass layoffs were an act of employment, violence, and trauma that is not just about... a individual leaders oh, and it's about beautiful. the cultures and systems that allow it to recur and too often reward it anti-racism is not a branding exercise pr campaign or path to self-promotion it is a life and death matter so now Ugh. they're all going after bu wouldn't it be lovely? it's bigger than Good. just Sue the individual the leader of Ibram Hendi. so now they're investigating wouldn't it be the lovely if just a couple of years center. from now alice that that the left just tries to erase this whole mm -hmm. thing they pulled having destroyed all the cities seeing them slowly like paint over all of the Black Lives Matter murals well, yeah. on the ground. But the people... Change the name of Black Lives Matter uh, uh, road like back to Jefferson Davis Road or whatever But it was. the people who I think believe this stuff who are going after Ibram Kendi like believe it even more than he does. And they don't understand that the problem is that all their philosophies are incompetent and useless and they don't know how to actually run anything. They think that the problem is that the BU anti-racism center run by Ibram Kendi was just still too racist. Well, yeah, because I also of all think the systems that, and structures. That, that, that so this guy's was... now gone to the New York Times as well. He's yeah, that's great. Well, I think that, that that I mean, Kendi's a grifter. He's a pseudo intellectual mm -hmm. grifter who found his grift, but it's got no mooring to anything. It's got no foundation. Of but course, but the reason why uh, the. $30 million to the anti-racism center run by Ibram Kendi is the reason why that didn't solve racism in America. Um, is is it because, you know, the systems are just still too racist and we need to do more? Or is it because you, you can never solve racism to the satisfaction of any of these people? Is well, it I think it's number three. I think, I think that they're, they looked to him to find a formula to... Uh, to um, I mean, all these grifters, Robin, they, lo they looked Ibram at him Kendi. to find a formula to fight the fire and extinguish the fire, and he is getting thirty million dollars, but he knows there's no fire. So they're like, "All right, what shall we do, Master?" And he's like, uh, "Well, and the people know? that really Get believe pizza? there is a fire are going. Wait right. a minute, he hasn't put out the fire, right?" Right. You know. It's a lot of money to get. <laughs> Believe me. I, Black if students Tom still Shattuck don't score the same department, on the SATs. It would be the same thing. Alice, what is the hot sauce? The you hot sauce is the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hot Sauce. They, of course, bring us the Chelsea Fire Wicked Hotline, uh, where you can leave a chat chat message for the Barn Barrel Podcast. 
Excited? Oh, I'm so excited. I love the chat chat. Um, okay, Alice. Misogynistic? Okay. This one says. By the way. By the way, This what? is classic Alice and Tom Shattuck. Now we can't get, like, Danny and Bill Ricca, a, a, a little onesie with a burn barrel or whatever. Or toast now. Because now it's too close when you're going to have a kid. Because we didn't get our crap together 10 months ago when we could have had we had our crap together. Because then it would be seem like a play that's just trying to get them to get us something. Which is Craven, which means we still haven't done like the thank you cards from 2010 for the wedding. I'm pretty sure we did wedding thank you cards. Not before 2015. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm saying that we as a pair, we're not good at this stuff. We would like to offer a blanket apology right now. We're not good at things with etiquette. And so, yes, there have been um, those Christmas cards that show you the family, etc. We mm-hmm. got them out maybe once. A couple times we had them printed and never got them out. We don't get a lot of stuff out. Okay. But I, what? I mean... What? I'm just saying because they're better people than us. Okay. Well, don't you want to be... I mean, I agree. Yes. Yes. But I right now I know have you to have finish stuff this in your show, plate. and oh, I have well, to go do probably yell, six more hours of work after this. Okay, so I mean, don't, after I put I'm the kids a, to bed, Alice, I'm having a lighthearted conversation. Okay, just, just put say. the gun down, Alice. Jesus, okay. holy crap! You give me the death look. Are you in a bad mood now? Slightly, yeah. Why? <sighs> God. Two things about the Portnoy segment from yesterday. Number one, a pizza festival with 30 different pizza places. No problem with that. At the same location at the same time. That must be heaven and earth. I can only imagine how awesome that's going to be. And right. number two, tip of the cap to you, Tom. Hey, thank because you. Because saying some nice things about Portnoy with that one in a million chance that he might hear it may get you that job of at Barstool, after all. Good job, buddy. What are you suggesting, Steve? <laughs> and I tagged him in all the tweets, Speaking too. Speaking of grifters. Tagged him in all the tweets. They're cost- now I'm in a good mood again, see? Uh, thank you. I may have possibly sent him an email, too, you, as Steve. well. Just uh, notice me, Dave. Notice me. <laughs> now, this has me interested. Serbian inclusion. It's about time. Mm-hmm. Did you write this one? Do this one? No. That shirt, I knew it would be, is really comfortable. Oh, man. Hey, guys. Hey. This call is all about diversity. Oh, nice. Mm -hmm. And inclusion. And I want to include Alice's Serbian heritage as far as naming your future son. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. Now, Tom, I have nothing against uh, waspy Yankee first names. Um, I'm half Yankee and proud of it. But let's face it, you have not allowed Alice to provide any Serbian type names for any of your children. So let's get this straightened out right now. Uh, Here we go. And I have a couple of suggestions for the name of your up and coming son. Mm -hmm. The first name, Alice, and I hope you will know some of these definitions. I've Mm -hmm. got uh, Bogdan. Or Bogdan. Gift of God, B-O-G-D- yes. As in Bogdan. Bogdanovich? Sure, yes. That's Ovich is like son of, basically. It's like son in Serbian. So, yeah. So. B-A-N. 
Bogu is God、mm-hmm. and Don is given. Yep. So God given. Yeah. Bogdan, since we're in America, you can call him Dan or Danny. Ooh. So think、mm-hmm. about that one. Yep. All right. Might be that I know gift we can、Bogdan. give Danny from Bill Ricca, as a、mm-hmm. matter of fact. Another one, Stanislav. Very ethnic. And it means destined to be glorious and famous. Ooh, That's pretty a lot, cool. A lot of pressure. And you can call him Stan. Nothing wrong with that. Stan?、Name. Mm hmm. All right, we got、uh, Milos. Stanislav's too. Mil- it's Milos, but yes. Ooh. We know、it's、some a- Miloses.、Mm-hmm. And that means、uh, full of grace or dearest. And、mm-hmm. if you want to have him survive in school without being bullied, you can call him Miles. Perfectly、True. acceptable. True. Miles, Miles, Miles. From Tomorrowland. We've got、uh, Radovan.、Mm-hmm. means to rejoice. It's a pretty name, Alice. And <laughs> call him Van.、Mm-hmm. Van. And、uh, let's see, I got、uh, two more, very basic. We got Grigorij. I think I'm pronouncing that incorrectly,、mm-hmm. but it looks like Grigorij, I J E. The、and、J is a, a Y, so it's like Grigori. Gregory. Like Gregory.、Mm-hmm. And that means watchful, alert.、Mm-hmm. Two more. I got suggested、Luca. Greg. You did? I've suggested Greg in this house. I have.、Mm, I've known some pretty solid Gregs in my life, but I don't, a lot of great I, we're not、Saint、a G family. We're not, not a G we're, family. Not a G family. And that's pretty easy. That's Luke or Lucas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a saint.、Too. or... You have suggested Luke. Might.、Mm-hmm. And last one, the one I really hope you go with. Okay. Petra. I have a bias here. Petra. Is Philippe.、Mm-hmm. F I L I P.、Mm-hmm. And of course, he can be called Phil. Mm-hmm. Now, the、There、only negative about that. I like the name Philip, too. To, I think、uh, I've suggested that. that I've known this since I was a child is that Philippe means lover of horses. Well, there you go. So, but he's also an that, apostle. Those are all perfectly good Serbian names with their Americanized versions so、mm-hmm. that nobody's embarrassed in public. What are your thoughts, Alice? Any of those grab you? Um, I like a lot of them. I wouldn't mind. I mean, a lot of our kids have like Serbian versions to their names. A lot of those are,、um, well, a few of them are coming out of Greeks too, like Gregory or Philip. There's, you know, Greeks who had those names before, but they got translated in when,、um, you know, places com- were converted to Christianity. Is there an、so、Alex staying- or two? There are some Alexes around at church.、Um, yes, there's also. Yeah, there's a, I've always liked Tihomir. What does that mean?、Uh, like quiet peace, technically. I like、uh, Naboisha. I know a lot of Naboisha. It's sexy when you say it, Alice. Naboisha means、um, like fearless. Did you say the Tihomir one again? Tihomir. Oof. But yeah, no, I like, I like a lot、oh, of Oh, ice cream.、Things. That's some of the Tihomir is in there. <laughs> Oh, this says Montante. I assume it's not the actual Montante. Okay. I think we also need to give credit to Mr. Michael Montante for making that Jeremy interview happen with Kirk as short as it was because Montante was the one who found the phone number and gave it to Kirk to start the whole segment. So I don't know. Kirk's got to really consider him for that producer's job. I tend to agree. We agree. And that was a great call last night. Great going. Great get by Montante. It's a nice、mm-hmm. feeling and good job. Absolutely. BB. Burn barrel. Paul in the car. 
Misa what? Is that is if this is a Jar Jar thing, then that's tough. Or it might just be what Portnoy said. Hey guys, Paul in the car. Hey Paul. Uh, the Portnoy thing, excellent, yeah. of course. Great, great bit on that. Um, it's amazing how journalism has fallen to the level that it has. I suppose it's been this way for a while, and we're just getting more and more glimpses of it now. Yep. Uh, hit pieces have always been a thing, but now mm-hmm. it just seems like they just don't even try. Yeah, that's not even a hit piece. That's like intimidation. That's uh, that's right. extortion. It's it's amazing. Um, but I, I'm curious. What, there must have been an over under on his mispronunciation, or, or rather, <laughs> creativity with the word misogynistic. Uh, I'm not even sure I can pronounce it the way he was so it was a bit of like light there on yeah. that and i was actually rooting for him to keep saying it because yeah. he used it he says time, so. <laughs> he Anyways, says misogynic thanks. which i think probably scared the woman even more the fact that he can't pronounce it means he's more for like frothing you know than thinking about it uh but yeah that was a great important moment man the guy the guy's great i have nothing but great things to say mr p can help you on the <laughs> office too, by the way, sir. I will show up before you every day. He'll shine your shoes if yep. you need him to. Other Tommy in New Hampshire. Well, look at this, Alice. More than one Tommy what in New this? Hampshire. Something very evil is happening so far in the other Tommy's realm. It sounds like a flange of sorts. Sounds like playing music too far away from the mic to. Be oh, is that heard. what's happening? We're witnessing a murder, Alice. Are we? Strawberry Fields. There is music playing. But whatever it is, apparently the the chat chat uh, filter uh, totally filtered that out, assuming it was some kind of uh, audio spyware. Did our chat chat call screener take the day off? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Didn't take. Sorry about that. <laughs> Try again, Tommy. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. If you want a, a redo on your chat chat message, it's at burnbarrelpodcast.com. There's a red button you can put to leave a message. Um, so we'll get to the next batch of chat chat messages on Sunday when we are back. Uh, we will be live streaming Sunday and we'll have some extra content for our Patreon, Patron, Patreon patrons that day also. Um, but yeah, thanks for joining us for another fun week. We appreciate you all so much. Have a good weekend. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.